Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to the Trust the Plan podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jim. And we're here to remind you to trust the plan, the plan, the plan. Like Bo Shembeck like exactly. said. That's a nice segue. The yeah. team, the team, the team. <laughs> let's, let's go back to August for a second, yeah. right? In our other studio, we did a podcast episode, and we led in with the Michigan football predictions. And what did we predict? I remember it vividly, and, I, and I'm quite confident we pr- predicted an undefeated season. We did. So how did that pan out? Perfect. Yeah, I will say, right? We, you know, the Illinois game was the the really yeah risky game. Hold your breath a little bit. Yeah. And that was the one that we just glossed right over, like, <laughs> oh, Illinois at home, forget that it. That is right? true. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I I thought that was interesting. <laughs> and so as you look forward to next year, right? You're looking at the schedule. You're thinking, well, we could probably go undefeated again, right? We had a lot of players coming back, but then. You know, there's an Illinois that's going to sneak up on you that, you know, you don't see coming, mm-hmm. right? And it happens. It, and it happens almost every year. Right. I mean, when, the yeah. last time we were undefeated was 1997. Yeah, and look how many other teams are still undefeated. Right. Yeah, there's only three, two. Two, two undefeated teams, Georgia and Michigan. Yeah. So, uh, if Michigan beats TCU, I'm going to work on getting to L.A. to, uh, to watch that game. That would be, that'd be awesome. I was there. I was at the Rose Bowl January 1, 98. That was like 25 years ago, uh-huh. so I got to be there again. Yeah, yeah. Keep the streak alive. All right. So what are we talking about today? Barons. It was a Barons article mm-hmm. or a Market Watch article. Is on the, um... the 350. The lady says we make 350 per year. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But yet we don't have any money, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, quote: I'm paycheck to paycheck. I make 350 thousand yeah. a year. I have 88,000 student loans, 170,000 in car loans, and my mortgage payment is 4,500 a month. Do I need help? <laughs> yeah, I that's think a so. fasc- yeah, I think that's a fascinating article. Yes. Because especially, I mean, maybe I'm just wired that way, but I don't like debt, right? So to, to have that big long list of debt, yet voluntarily keep signing up for more, you know, with the cars and with, you know, obviously a, a big house payment and, and all these other things, I, uh, Probably not how I would choose to approach it the way that they did. So yeah, I think they could use some help. And so I have to point this out, right? In in the question, she says, I have two auto loans totaling 170,000. I said 140 a second ago, I was wrong. Totaling 170,000 for two electric vehicles at 5% interest. What jumps out at you there? <laughs> a lot of things, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of things, but the fact that they're electric, uh, I find kind of funny. It's irrelevant, isn't it? It is. It's almost like a way of justifying it, though, mm-hmm. right? It's like you can say, well, I'm, uh, they're electric, so I'm, I'm doing my part. You know, yeah. It's like justifying why they have an incredible amount of auto debt. 170000 in car loans. <laughs> yeah. It's mind-boggling. Yeah. I look at that, right, the, the, the amount, 170 is ridiculous. Um, the 5%, that's the going rate now. But she has to mention two electric cars. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is ego. Yeah. Okay. I say this knowing full well that I have an electric car. Mm-hmm. Okay. But when I pose the question, I don't say, my electric car loan is. Right. Right. 
See, see yeah. the difference? Yeah. Like, yeah. How many meetings have we ever been in when someone's like, you're talking about outstanding liabilities and they talk about their car loan, but they add in that adjective electric car loan? Not, not often. Yeah, not often. Answer never. Okay. <laughs> so this gives you an insight into the personality style. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm looking at this thinking ego. Definitely. Right? And so when you have a big ego, you need to justify these things and tell people, right? Right. And be seen in it. Right. You know what else you need to do if you have a big ego? Buy a way more house than you can afford. <laughs> right. And, <laughs> you know, and spend on all, all other things in life, right? right. So you, you nailed it right there. It's, you have to have the best stuff, mm -hmm. okay? So it's probably, you know, two expensive Teslas, probably a, a beautiful home, you know, mm -hmm. in the best neighborhood, right? right? And uh, you don't have to have all this stuff, okay? Right. Like, if you are literally paycheck to paycheck, why did you take out that electric car loan? Why? Yeah, I mean, with the student loan debt and all the other things, I, that I, that's how I would approach it, is I would look to, to secure the necessities first, rather than getting those luxuries right out of the gate. Yeah, because how much is it, let's say each car loan is like 85000 Well, that's like over $1,000 a month on a car loan. Mm -hmm. So why don't you just keep driving the old car for a couple more years? Right. Okay, that's $1,000 or more per month, so you're not living paycheck to paycheck. Hello. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's one more thing that I noticed in this article, which makes me think that they're true morons. Okay, which makes me think, how did they make, how did they make three fifty, right? Yeah. Okay, but a lot of people never get schooled in personal finance, so I'll cut them some slack. Mm -hmm. uh, they're considering taking out a two hundred thousand dollar home equity line at nine percent. First of all, who pays nine percent on a home equity line? Okay. Yeah. Like I think lines up to six now, which I'm not happy about. Right. But that's the going rate. And, and the other thing is that this article probably came out a couple before the last couple rate hikes too. Maybe. So it's maybe. So they're considering a two hundred thousand dollar home equity line of credit at nine percent. Well, what are you gonna do? Pay off your Teslas that are at five percent on your yeah. new nine percent Elac? Yeah. So be smart, okay? Mm -hmm. We should call this episode "Be Smart." Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, there's also eighty-eight thousand student loans, which is just a bad situation. Um, I'm not sure, you know, maybe Uncle Joe will pay off 20,000 of those, mm -hmm. but I'm not sure if that's gonna happen. Uh, and, and you know, you really can't escape that student debt. Um, right. So with the car, you know, you, you know, you, I don't know if you have to like sell your, one of those cars. I don't necessarily know if that's the right answer, but they can probably rework their budget mm -hmm. to just doing a Dave Ramsey type thing. Right. I, I was thinking of Dave Ramsey as well. I think he would, I mean, can you imagine this guy calling in on the radio? He'd, he'd have a <laughs> field day with him. Yeah, he would. It'd be like the whole three hour segment. <laughs> so I guess my advice would be expense tracking. Okay. And then, and, uh, you know, finding, unco uncovering where all this money is going. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because there's a, a great income. There should be tremendous capacity to save. It should be maxing out his and hers 401s. Right. Backdoor Roths, HSA, joint brokerage account. They should be able to hit all those. Right. Right. And I, I suspect that they're not. Yeah, it didn't doesn't sound like that that would be the case at all. Yeah. Okay, so if you make three fifty, we just laid out the advice, mm -hmm. right? The coaching advice. And 
don't buy two electric cars with huge loans. I mean, what if we have to drive across the country? Right. Right. You're in trouble. Or what if you get up, you know, what if you're out of, out of work for a month or two, right? Those bills don't stop. Those oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stop. I have one more thing I want to add. Mm -hmm. This is what we call a structural problem, okay? Mm -hmm. Because you've committed to all these payments, the big house, the big car, the big student loan, whatever else. And so if your income stops for whatever reason, for the smallest amount of time, mm -hmm. you're in big trouble, okay? Right. Because you can't turn off. It's not like you, you, you're just gonna, you know, cancel the trip or something like, or, right. or stop going out to eat and to save money. These are structural commitments. Right. So the, the monthly nut is huge mm -hmm. before you even start eating. Right. Okay. So keep in mind, structure, it's called like house rich, cash poor, mm -hmm. right? That's the concept here. And it's a very bad position to be in, mm -hmm. but they made these choices to put themselves in that position. Mm -hmm. But if they're young, it's not too late. No, they can probably figure a way out, but they gotta smarten up real quick. You know, the other big theme that it, it kind of alludes to that we do talk about a lot is lifestyle creep, right? They, they probably, it does, I don't know the article gets real specific, but they're probably started making, you know, finally started making good money, maybe came out of college as a doctor or something, started making good money and felt like now we can live, right? We can finally live a little bit. And one thing leads to another, leads to another, make more, spend more, you know, and that's the definition of lifestyle creep. And we see it a lot. There's another term that I read recently that was synonymous with lifestyle creep. Mm -hmm. It was like Parkinson, like a like Parkinson's or something. Hmm. Non-medical. Yeah. I think that that uh, people are trying to rip off the gym pilot lingo here. They probably are. Yeah, repurposing the medical All our terms. viewers that were going viral. Look, <laughs> our our fans crave weekly content, and we're here to deliver. <laughs> All right, everyone, if you'd like to learn more, you can learn more at peakwm.com. Schedule an appointment online. That was episode 154. Uh, be smart. Next week, coming at you with 155, the all-new money market world we live in. Talk to you then. You've been listening to certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot on the Finding True Wealth podcast, sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.